0: Warning, the following views will be extremely offensive. You will hear foul language, sexual innuendos, and jokes in poor taste. Viewer discretion is advised. I got
1: blisters (coughs) on my fingers! (laughs) Woo!
0: We'll do it live! Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like O'Reilly said, yeah, we're going to go live today. F it, will do it live. We got a lot of stuff to run down for this Sunday. Of course, this is El Donzo, and I'm Deez. So we're going to kick it off right now. We're going to, we're just going to get this out of the way. Touch on the whole George Floyd thing that's going on. Um, In case anybody is not up to snuff on this, they tried passing uh, police reform legislation. And this was kind of spearheaded by Tim Scott, who I think is the only black senator in the GOP. Uh, They wrote this. They tried to get it passed. Dick Durbin called Tim Scott and his legislation token. Uh, Actually, this is what he said about it, old Dick Durbin. It's a token half-hearted approach. This didn't really make Tim Scott happy.
1: Did you uh, hear Tim Scott's reply to that? Actually, I did not. But just the fact that he said token makes me chuckle a little bit because for any of you out there that watch South Park, they have... One black character, uh, a a boy that goes to school with four main characters, and his name is Token Black. Yeah, so token's a pretty derogatory term when it comes to race stuff.
0: Uh, And Tim Scott said that this, I believe, hurt him to his soul, Uh, which I don't blame him. They go after anybody that's not on their side, especially when they happen to be African-American. The Democrats especially will do this. And call anything that's involved with the Dem- with an African-American token. I mean, that's just a smack in the face. This goes to show you that uh, they want police reform. They want all this stuff to happen. They want to ban chokeholds. But damn it, you're in an election year and they're not going to have any of it. They're not going to pass it. guarantee you that nobody will come up with an agreement on this to get it to pass. Because if it passes, it's going to be passed led by the Republicans and spearheaded by Trump no matter what it is. So don't expect to see any real uh, police reform
1: or change that I can see in 2020. No, and it needs to happen. Uh, something, that they need to get something, I think, uh, on paper to give direction, um, if for nothing else than to address the, the issues that have come up. Um, like, I, I know one of the reasons that they said that they shot down the... Um, The proposal that they came up with this week was because they they didn't have the immunity. They didn't take out the immunity. The qualified immunity, which, if I may, for those that don't know what qualified immunity is,
0: qualified immunity, if you're a police officer, and let's say, let's take the Rashard Brooks, for example. Let's say that happens to you, and you're forced to use deadly force. That keeps you from being uh, open up to personal lawsuits. Right. Okay, we need to have this because anybody could sue a cop at any point if the cop looked at him wrong for harassment or if the cop had to subdue somebody they could sue that police officer for assault. If you take out now, if you want to reform qualified immunity, that's one thing. But to completely remove that. Yeah, you don't have to abolish a police force at that point because nobody will become a cop.
1: Yeah, I I think I agree with you. I don't think it should be completely wiped off the map, but I think it needs to be rewritten to where in these cases where the cop is wrong and, and obviously so, and let's be honest, there are enough of those cases to make this change. Then the, the people should have some kind of recourse. Um, take for example, the, uh, well, he is, he's suing the city, but he's not suing the cop. Video surfaced this week of the man that was, I guess at a Walgreens, Um, trying to get money. His sister was sending him money via Western Union. He was walking around uh, outside. Somebody called the cops on him and the cops showed up and it somehow got confused with the fact that there was a man also in the area that they ran and had a warrant. And in the video, it looks like it's body cam footage. You can see him talking to the, to the black gentleman, the black gentleman saying, I'm, you know, I come to this Walgreens all the time. I'm getting money from my sister via Western Union. You can call her. You can ask her. Meanwhile, in the background, you see another officer arrive and the officer that is talking to the gentleman begins to grab him and the guy's like, what's going on? What's going on? And then the officer behind him literally scoops the man up and body, body slams him down onto the ground. He starts screaming, (coughs) um, possible broken ribs. Uh, basically what it boiled down to was there was another man in the area that had a warrant. And if you watch the whole video after they got this man cuffed and everything, you see, did see that the two cops talking and, and he's like telling the cop that body slammed him. That's not the guy, you know, like he knew that he made a huge mistake and I'll be honest. I hope that that cop not only gets fired, but I, well, because of this immunity thing, he can't be sued. But I definitely hope the man wins his lawsuit against the city and and whatever police department. I think they can.
0: Well, you know, here's the thing. It's no different than if you go to work for a company and you're on the clock. They employed you and, you know, you have an accident there. Who's on the hook for that? It's not you. It's the company. Right. It's kind of the same thing at that point. Yeah, But
1: still, especially again, if we if this happened, if it's malicious months ago. It would be a non-story, but in in light of what the hell is going on in the world right now, common sense—just use a little goddamn common sense—and well, walk up look. and be like, "What's going on here?" Find out before you just grab the man. Who, by the way, the cop that grabbed him was every bit of two twenty to two fifty, and the so he was a little guy, is what you're saying? Yeah. And the the gentleman that they were arresting, I I bet he wasn't a buck sixty soaking wet, and he just bear hugs him and takes him down to the ground and probably did break a couple ribs. Me probably. being a bigger guy, I know it doesn't take much, and to because <laughs> I've had him on Eldonzo's brand new quad.
0: Anyway, oh uh, why did you bring that up? <laughs> that was the.
1: That was a good time. That, yeah,
0: it was a good time. There, there may have been the, alcohol couple, involved in that.
1: Uh, a few, yes.
0: Yeah. You know, and here you know, I'll give you one example where qualified immunity. Here's a, if you're going to write this, it's going to be it's going to take so long to write this. And it should take so long to write this cuz so I'll give you an example. Uh I'll go back to Tony Tempa. The guy the cops held him down and made fun of him and and right. killed him. Just just murdered the guy that mocked his lifeless body. I mean, that's when I think of removing qualified immunity, that should fall down to it. I don't think the police department should be solely held responsible for that. And I say solely because obviously when you got a group of cops that are doing this, there's got to be some issues within the within the department at that point.
1: Oh, for sure. And that's why I say I think that there needs to be widespread reform in training, hiring, whatever the case may be. And I, hell, right now, they're going to have a hard time finding people that'll want to be police officers. The ones that are working right now, uh, like the, in Atlanta, they don't want to go to work. And I don't really blame them.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's going to make it really difficult to find. And, right and- now, most police departments, and I did the, I went to apply for Bloomington Police Department years ago. They, they're pretty strict on what they're allowing nowadays. So if they really want to tighten up these regulations on cops... Uh, you know, hey, go for it, but you're just going to narrow and narrow and narrow the employee pool when you do this. I mean, that may be worth the risk, but let's face it, policing in the United States is never going to be the same again. No. We're never going to have a bunch of cops that can respond in two and a half minutes, no matter where you're at. I mean, look at our county right now, the county we live in, McLean County, uh, you know, at 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, you're out in the sticks out in one of these rural towns. I think what's a response time, 15 minutes
1: Uh, at least just because they've only got X amount on patrol at that time. So it's, I mean, you got to take it for what it is. I mean, the bottom line is, is something has to happen um, to, to at least uh, satisfy those that are calling for change. And you're never going to make everybody happy, but there has to be a happy medium somewhere where they can say, Hey, look, this is what we're doing, and the other side needs to come forward and, and kind of do their part as well. Um, and it, you know, an adi- it, it's going to be a bumpy ride, is all I'm going to say. And-
0: it's it's going to be a bumpy ride, but you know what? God bless Nancy Pelosi because she's taken it a step further. Uh, she came out in regards <laughs> to, the re- to the legislation. Uh, she said, I will, in regards to passing it and supporting it, she goes, I will only do that if you tell me that this leg- legislation is worthy of George Kirby's name. Who the? is george kirby now she wants to add other people george kirby was a black comedian and singer that died in 1995 so it's got to be worthy of george kirby's name as well now i really 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 hope that it was just one of those uh nancy and the percocet moment kicked in and she just couldn't remember george floyd's name how do you not remember his name
1: right and where the hell did she get Kirby? like at what point was the name kirby and was it even george kirby that got planted because you you know as well as I do that when you're talking and, and um, something like that happens, it's because you had that name on your brain for some reason. So was, yeah, was, was she sitting in her chambers watching like some old YouTube clips of George Kirby or uh, just kind of funny that that odd name. Like I could see where if she would have said, you know, Flanderson or, you know, something that was even remotely close to Floyd. Uh, Kirby's not.
0: Oh, who's George Flanderson?
1: bigger question is who's george
0: kirby well anyway that's who george kirby was i don't know how she got tongue-tied with that i mean george floyd you could probably wake up at two in the morning in a drunken stupor and they say who is the unarmed black man killed in minneapolis george floyd i mean
1: yeah and it it will be a trivia answer for for years to come
0: that's okay that's okay because uh just right after that i think it was chuck schumer good old rusty chuck stick uh, he, he took it one step further and just combined two people's names to make one. He combined George Floyd and Brandon Taylor and came up with Floyd Taylor when he was talking.
1: Oh, Floyd I Taylor Sounds like one. a
0: boxing match, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: Floyd versus Taylor. The and rematch. The sh-
0: and the showdown of the year. We have Floyd versus Taylor.
1: And uh, to be honest with you, I'd like to see something happen in that Brianna Taylor thing, too. Um I mean, yeah that that was a that was a massive mistake. I don't necessarily think that those officers should be arrested and charged with murder. Well, I um, think there was some information in a gun jump somehow. Yeah, th- something needs to come out of that. Um, I'm not saying that those officers responsible should spend the rest of their life in prison or get the death penalty or anything like that. But for the f- simple fact that nothing has been done about it, is a little unnerving because that was about as blatant of uh, bad police work as you'll ever see. Um, and we, you know,
0: we go back to other stuff like that too. And like we talked about Tony Tempa and there's, and uh, Philando Castile who was shot because he was doing what the cop was told him to do. And once again, I mean, we're talking about instances right now where cops made mistakes or did bad things, but I don't believe that, the majority of cops are like that. We're just we're seeing stuff now with video and everybody running video and phone and it's exposing stuff and it needs to be taken care of. But we really have to backtrack, I think, as a society and go through and look at these other ones as well, instead of just focusing on one thing nonstop. What I think is is really a show of people stepping all over their peckers is uh, we we're talking about Minneapolis in case you missed it. Uh, Minneapolis council members are getting private security now, the ones that have gotten death threats that are calling to defund or abolish the police. That's right. The city of Minneapolis is paying $4,500 a day to get them a private security detail. So while in Minneapolis, they want to take the policing away from their free society and take the policing away from their neighborhoods, they're calling to defund this. We're not spending any more money on this, but we need private security. That means their lives matter, but the rest of the lives in Minneapolis don't matter.
1: And don't forget that they actually, the city council, Minneapolis city council voted and they have unanimously voted to basically abolish the police force and and institute a safety and anti-violence group or something like that, which they have not detailed in any way, shape or form as to how it's going to work, how it's going to be branched out. Uh, who's going to respond to what type of calls. And it's not going to happen. I, I've seen people with a knee-jerk reaction. It, it isn't going to happen tomorrow. Um, there's still several steps that have to be taken in order for this to go into effect. And unless something absolutely drastic happens, the earliest that this could go into effect is going to be November 2021. Well, But still, I- the fact that the seeds are there is in my opinion utterly ridiculous. Well,
0: the seeds are there, but what they're gonna run into before they even get to that is I I'm guessing that they probably will not have any police on the force by the time this actually gets enacted. Right. That's the issue. You're not gonna see a hundred percent full capacity police force until this happens. They're already cutting tail and running. And I bet you're gonna see in states. That are not doing this in big cities that are not doing this that are predominantly probably Republican. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see a big influx of police officers to those areas. Uh, you know, getting out of Chicago, Minneapolis, Baltimore, uh, Oakland, L.A., New York. You name it. They're going to. I think they're going to be fleeing. And a lot of these states and cities already are showing record high numbers of people leaving the state before
1: all this junk even happened. Right. Um, and while we're on the the racial. Wars going on in America. I think we would be remiss if we didn't d- touch on good old Bubba Bubba Wallace. What an idiot. Yeah, I'm kind of torn on this, to be honest with you. Um, and in case you missed it, which look, if you've had your TV on for at least a few minutes this week, you didn't miss it. Um, last weekend at the NASCAR race in Talladega. Uh, and this was after. um the Confederate flag thing blew up and and Bubba Wallace <clears throat> being the only African American although half African American driver in NASCAR was kind of the focal point of all of the discussion because he was you know he was the the poster boy for You about uh, said token, didn't you? Uh, I yes, I just about <laughs> did. I'm not going to even bullshit you there. He's their token black guy. Um so anyway, he was at the forefront of that. Well, then the the race happens Uh, Over the course of the weekend in Talladega. And then a report comes out that a noose was found hanging in Bubba Wallace's garage. Now, before anybody's seen a picture of it or anything, it became this huge blown up national story, a hate crime. And like all the the next day during the race, all the drivers in a show of solidarity, like pushed his car to the uh, starting line, and it was this great big giant to do. And then the FBI investigated.
0: 15, 15 FBI agents had yeah. to go down there and took what, and it took fifteen FBI agents to come up with what some internet sleuths did in about twenty four hours. Yeah. Do you remember if yeah. if you guys are watching this on 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 Facebook, you get these people sharing this picture of this this pull rope hanging in the garage. And there were people going, I bet this was it. If this is it, I don't even want to hear about it. Well, guess what? That was it.
1: And it turned well, out. See, I do have one issue with that because when NASCAR released the picture, well, before I get into that, let me just say, so the, they, at the conclusion of their investigation uh, of the 15 agents, I wonder how much money that cost taxpayers. Tons. Um, anyway, they discovered that this pulldown had in fact been there since the weekend of October 19th. 2019 2019 yes um they don't know who did it they know it was not there before that weekend and it was there after that weekend so some jackhole screwing around made a noose and if you've seen the picture uh i even had somebody tell me well a noose is seven wraps and that one only had five or whatever it's a noose okay it's a goddamn noose was it a hate crime absolutely not Because fast forward to that race weekend, NASCAR doesn't just randomly assign who is in what garage. So nobody said, hey, there's a noose in this garage. Let's put Bubba Wallace there. They They are assigned those garage stalls by their point standing. So it just so happened it was the coincidence to end all coincidences that the one black driver that NASCAR has goes to the garage stall that had this thing tied as a noose. So anyway... He's lifted up as, you know, almost like a martyr. And then this information comes out that it was in October, and he's, you know, across the internets and the NASCAR community. Now he is a jackass. Well, he is a jackass, and I'll tell you why. I agree, but hold on. In a way, uh, part of me thinks that Bubba is jumping on the grenade for somebody, and that somebody is the man who initially reported it. And,. The name escapes me right now, but uh, it was one of his crew members. Bubba didn't even see the news.
0: Yeah, this is true. He had no idea that this happened. It was was
1: gone before he found out about it. The the first time Bubba even saw it was in a picture, so Bubba never saw it. It was his crew member who saw it and alerted NASCAR officials, who subsequently alerted the FBI and everything. So uh, part of me thinks that maybe Bubba is kind of jumping on the grenade for this guy, and. I think some of the criticism is a little heavy handed, but at the same time for him to continue on. And like I said, it was just somebody that was dicking around in the garage back in October. Um, They did NASCAR searched every single garage stall in or at tracks that NASCAR runs races like 1600 or, Something like that, garage stalls, and they went to every single one, and they only found eleven uh, garage pull downs that were actually tied into a knot. And of those eleven, there was one noose, and it was in Talladega.
0: So this is what we this is what we know. Somebody, at least a year ago, or coming up on a year, yeah. tied a pull rope into a knot that resembled a noose. We know that. Yeah, and they had, and we know that they had no idea. That Bubba Wallace was going to be in that garage. Absolutely, there is no hate crime here.
1: No, none, none, whatsoever. none whatsoever.
0: But you know, when Bubba Wallace goes out, there's so there's a lot of people doubting this hate crime. And when Bubba Wallace goes on, well, I think it was Don Lemon, Jello, or whatever the hell, and said that people doubting him are just simple minded. Yeah, I mean this this it's turning into a Jussie Smollett Jesse Smollett thing.
1: Yeah, and again, I think that that was somewhat unfair criticism because we know what happened with that situation. That was a straight out and out. That was a lie. Yeah, that was a lie. But you know what? Bubba
0: Wallace couldn't just go, well, thank God there was nothing to see here. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? I
1: think he probably handled it wrong because a noose is no more to me, a racist symbol than the Confederate flag because, and and I'm sorry, the battle flag, because that isn't the Confederate flag. Uh, do your goddamn homework. It never was, never will be. Um, growing up, used to see Confederate flags everywhere. And why is that? Uh,
0: because uh, you really don't know.
1: The Duke's a hazard.
0: Oh, the generally yes, the Duke's. Well, of I just knew people the, used it, to
1: the the rebel-minded thing. Exactly, I mean, yeah, well, that probably was, that the, was where I was going next. To me, it was a symbol of being a rebel, and in some cases. Kind of a redneck or you know a, a hick, if you will. Yeah, but nobody around here that was
0: that was had the rebel flag or got a rebel flag tattoo or had the shirt on. Bon Scott from ACDC and a lot of a lot of uh, photos of him live has a Confederate flag belt buckle on. So guess what? Somebody sees that, no more Bon Scott.
1: Yeah, and again, growing up, and never, he was Australian.
0: He didn't even come from America.
1: Ne- and I would not even just say growing up. Even to this day, never in my mind, at least. Have I looked at the Confederate flag and thought, oh, well, that person obviously hates black people. No, it was the rebel spirit. It was the the General Lee, you know, um, same thing with the, to, to me, a noose. Anytime I've seen a noose, um, people were hung via noose since the beginning of time. And it was an accepted form of execution up until what, the 40s? 50s uh,
0: yeah i think and in
1: some places still i mean saddam hussein was hung you what? know to, to me when i see a noose i think uh, somebody when i see a noose i don't think of a of black people being exactly killed, that's okay? my point i don't You know uh,
0: i sorry we don't do it we don't we don't, don't, don't watch picture that
1: any western in the history of ever and you will see somebody being you know hung because that's how they kill people um yes Black people, slaves, were hung in the 17 and 1800s. But they're not the only ones that ever died via noose. Absolutely uh, not. But but what's going on now? I tie a fishing knot that, if you look at it closely, looks re- like a noose. But that don't mean I'm a goddamn racist. Well, any
0: going forward, any rope that has a knot at the end and has a loop is going to be a noose. Just get ready for this. Yeah. This is going to happen. If somebody's going through their grandpa's, uh, you know go bag in, in in a year from now and he finds a rope and it looks like a noose guess what it's gonna be a noose it's gonna be a hate crime people are just
1: losing their minds over this stuff yeah and, and speaking of people losing their minds um <laughs> the Dixie chicks oh yeah are are now known as the chicks I think they should be the chicksy dicks I didn't even know they they still yeah, existed that, to me that was the story was that they're still around but yeah like anybody gives a shit what Three women in their almost 50s are doing, you know, at the county fair. Does what will anybody
0: really get offended because a band's called the Dixie Chicks? I mean, the Dixie, uh, it's just
1: at this point, this is just historical, but it doesn't, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. What one of my favorite songs by Hank Williams Jr. is called If Heaven Ain't a Lot Like Dixie. Well, Well, Hank Williams Jr. is gonna get canceled in a heartbeat. Guess, guess what my
0: mother's name is. Oh yeah, Dixie. I, what's it going to be now?
1: Is she? Yeah, is I don't she know. She's going to it? change it because obviously she's a racist. I guess she wouldn't be the racist. Her my my grandparents would be racist because they named their daughter Dixie. But you're
0: you're a racist. You need to be canceled yeah. because you're a product of a racist. Yeah, now. well,
1: yeah. I come from Dixie, so I guess I'm <laughs> literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally came from Dixie. <laughs> oh God, this is great today. Also in the, uh, what the hell is going on in this world? Name changes. It was reported that the, um, Southern grocery store chain and having lived in Florida for four years, I can tell you that, uh, there's two things that you can see driving in the South, like every other goddamn mile. One is a waffle house and the other is a wind Dixie grocery store. Um, there was a report TMZ came out and said that they were considering a name change. Uh, when Dixie has come out now and said that, no, they're not considering that. But uh, now that they've made the news, I, I, I would almost bet that they're now going to get all this kickback and eventually they will probably change their name too. Well, yeah, because you, you, if people pull sponsorships from TV
0: shows, they're taking down statues of Abraham Lincoln. Now, uh, I'll give you one. You want a world of stupid. And I thought this was a joke at first. David Lee Roth. I was just going to go there, yeah. <laughs> you know, running with the devil. You know, David Lee Roth. Uh, he's changing his name to either David L. Roth or L. Roth, like L. Donzo, E. L., because he wants to remove that negative connotation of General Lee from his name. So this 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 is actually making news, so I think that's actually happening. So anything associated with the South... uh god i hope they don't start running census records and finding people's names that were in
1: the south because oh you're everybody's gonna find gonna... a shitload of lees and dixies i can yeah. tell you that right now yeah in so... fact my uh, my mom's name was dixie and my uh, growing up they have since divorced my dad's brother uh also married a dixie so i had a my mom dixie and i had an aunt dixie at one time and uh it's not really you don't see too many of those names these days it's kind of gone by the wayside Uh, much like some of the names like uh, Esther and Virginia and stuff like that, not quite as common uh, as they were back then. But it's just ridiculous that that they're taking shit this far.
0: Well, another one, too, is it's John Wayne, which if you're going to take down statues, of George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, why not take down the monument of John Wayne at the airport in Los Angeles I think no, it's, no, Los Angeles. No, it's
1: not taking down a monument. They're changing the name.
0: I Have thought it... they were taking down the monument. No,
1: they're changing. The... They're changing the name from John Wayne airport. Yes. They're changing it. They want to change it back to the orange. I think it's orange County, uh, airport is what it used to be called. Yeah. The orange County airport. Um, and if you don't know what happened here, uh, John Wayne the Duke, obviously an icon in the film industry, did an interview in 1971 with Playboy where he said, and I quote, I believe in white supremacy until the blacks are educated to a point of responsibility. I don't believe in giving authority and positions of leadership and judgment to irresponsible people. Um, yeah, if you said that today, I totally agree. But you got to remember, this was 1971. Literally. Barely a decade had passed since the, the big civil rights movement. So I, John Wayne was, I'm sure, in the majority in that way of thinking back then, as sad as it may be. Um, bottom line, look, if we're all going to be held to this high standard of, of things we say covering 50 years um there's gonna be a lot of us in trouble it's all I'm well i'll give
0: you an example uh sean connery made a similar interview with playboy and not similar i think i don't think racial wise i think he may have said some stuff but let's talk about sean connery real quick he said a playboy interview it was okay to give a woman a smacking from time to time <laughs> i mean that never really erupted if you want to look into something that was really bad which even got me going damn eric eric clapton uh, he made some pretty disparaging remarks about African-Americans back in the seventies. Yeah. Like extremely, like he was labeled as a major
1: racist for stuff he said. Um, and Uh, see, you just, you just did it because somebody out there is going to now find and I'm so sorry. Yeah. I didn't uh, uh, take that
0: back. Don't, don't get rid of Clapton. Don't get rid of Clapton. He came out and apologized for it. But the only difference is John Wayne isn't alive to come out and, no, and apologize to say is a man I've grown. This died
1: eight years after that interview. So if you're not very really good at math, I'll go ahead and let you know. He died in 1979. Not long. Uh, or actually, it was, the interview was 71. So yeah, he, he died in 1979. And that was when they renamed the airport. And so now here we are um, 40 years later, and they're going to dig up this old Playboy interview and basically rename the airport. I mean, I think the big thing here is
0: we grow. Okay, we grow as every generation yeah, passes. Change, we change. People, I mean, but there's no reason to get rid of history. You okay, know,
1: it, it's like I have to relate this to sports because that is the the you know that's what my world revolves around. Um, you'll see a a player coming out in the draft, or you know, it doesn't matter what sport, but and they'll start talking about him. Well, then some asshole will get on Twitter and literally scroll back to when he was like. An eighth grader or ninth grader and find something questionable that he said. Yeah. You know, look, that's what kids do. They make jokes and yeah, some of them are dicks. We've all been that way. But anyway, they'll blow this thing up and to where, you know, this 12, 13, 14 year old kid made a racer racist remark. Well, you don't think that maybe he's wised up now that he's 21, 22 and, and kind of a public figure. Um, I, see, I know you and I are both still dipshits, but we are smarter dipshits than what yeah, we were 20 yeah, years no. ago. Hey, it, e- look, if you dig back into my history, although thankfully social media wasn't around for much of it. Exactly. But, you know, I'm, I'll be honest. And I don't think anybody can say different that we've all said shit that was either considered could be considered racist or politically incorrect or, Absolutely. or whatever. Everybody's Doesn't done mean, it.
0: Don't, 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 don't hide behind a door and say, I've never done that. Cause yeah, you've cause done you're it.
1: You're a goddamn liar.
0: I'll tell you what I had. I had worked with a guy one time and he was a big liberal And he was going on about the Me Too movement and how Donald Trump this and done. I can't believe he said that grab him by the pussy remark and all this other stuff. And I point blanked him in the office one day. I said, I'm going to ask you something. How would you feel if somebody had a hidden camera in here right now recording everything you've told me, everything you've talked to me about? And he just stared at me. I said, you would just quit, wouldn't you? You'd go into hiding, wouldn't you? After all the nasty shit you've said to me and sexual remarks and all this other stuff. And it was like some, somebody hit him with a ton of bricks. It's well, like, yeah. this is Everybody does this. Everybody locker room talks. Everybody says stuff. You're never going to get away from it. But yeah, they're going back in people's past now. And I don't believe that, realistically, I, I'm not a big fan of Jimmy Kimmel because he's a hypocrite. But should Jimmy Kimmel be run off the face of the planet for what's going on with him? Uh, in my eyes, actually, no. And neither should really anybody else Ted Danson. The part that pisses me off about all this is they're hypocrites. That's the only thing that gets me about it. You can't do this 20 years ago. Wait a minute. You did this, but that's different. No, it's not. It's, it's silly is what it is. The point is we need to get away from this. We need to accept the fact that we're growing as people. Mm-hmm. And Every,
1: everybody's made mistakes or, you know, they've, they've got past transgressions. And
0: if you're not making mistakes in life, you're not doing anything. Everybody makes mistakes. And yeah. the thing is to learn from those mistakes.
1: Yeah. And I don't know why this just popped in my head, but we're talking about things in the past and bringing up Trump's, uh, but conveniently look at the shit storm of things that have occurred in the last couple months that has, you know, turned everybody's focus away from the, the Joe Biden allegations. Oh yeah. I can't even remember her name. Yeah, you don't hear anything about it anymore. No. And that's... Oddly enough, and look, I'm not going to say that this is not happening because it is, but it's Joe not... Biden doesn't even remember her name, well, by yeah, the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's, to me, it's just really coincidental and kind of funny that as the um, racial stuff starts to die down in, in respect to the riots and the protests, I'm not saying that they're uh, completely gone away because we know that they're not but it's definitely not as big as it was a few weeks ago but all of a sudden that's dying down and and guess who's back my corona oh
0: yeah the coronavirus so yeah for a few weeks i didn't know where he was going with that. it's a trump <laughs> corona um yeah the rona's back It has spiked which I think we called this out like a month ago. Yeah. It's going to spike, okay? Yeah. But here's the thing. Nobody was concerned about it spiking when they were getting all these protests together. And the liberal leaders were down there in their cities protesting with these people. and knew they right. didn't have that. Nobody cared. Nobody cared about corona. God, for one blissful set of weeks, corona was gone. And then Trump holds his rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And now the corona's back and you see all this spiking. Now, I got in an argument with a guy the other night. You yeah, ever seen spiking. We're testing like, literally, I mean, Donald Trump, he tried to walk this comment back and then he just full blown said, yeah, I meant it. And he's, I don't know what the hell he's thinking with this. Okay. But look, we are testing more than any other country. We've spearheaded this. Look, we know that with more testing and more antibody tests, which show how many people have had this, that we're going to show higher rates of infection. The good thing is though, and I think this is great because we know the spreads like wildfire is that. The deaths continue to go down from this, which shows a death rate is nothing more.
1: Well, these
0: did you have what that death rates working out to?
1: Yeah. So they did these antibody tests. And here's the thing that gets me about it is, is that this test, um, the, the report or whatever came out on Friday and nobody talked about it. In fact, uh, CDC, I, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. This is a CDC uh, testing and, and report and nobody talked about it. I didn't even see it mentioned on any of the national sites until this morning. There is a small sentence within an article about the spikes. Uh, um, And basically what this boils down to is the CDC did some testing or have been doing testing, I should say, all across the country, uh, different uh, uh, regions. And they are small samples, but science Every single time will show that once you establish that that baseline average, no matter how many tests you continue to do, you're going to stay pretty close to that those same numbers. Right. And what those numbers are showing is that uh, instead of around the 2.6 million cases in the country that have actually been reported, there's probably been closer to 26 million cases. Yeah. Because um, – or not because, but the, these antibodies are found, and which means that you had the virus. Your body fought it off. You may right. or may not have ever even gotten sick. Um, and like uh, Aldonzo was touching on, what that basically does is it takes the death rate all the way down to 0.5%. I thought it was 0.05. No, 0.5. 0.5? 0.5. Okay. Which, throughout most of this, it had been reported at like 3 to 5%, which... When you're talking the course of millions of people, three to 5% gets to be a pretty big number.
0: Then you would actually see Mario Cuomo or Andrew Cuomo need those ventilators and basically the hospital
1: beds. What this boils down to is that this is the flu. Yeah. I mean, it isn't, it it isn't, you know, it's more severe. Okay. The symptoms, if you actually get sick from it, especially if you're older and have underlying health conditions, Um, it's like the flu times 10, as far as how it physically makes you feel when you're sick. I know people personally who have had it and it kicked their ass and they're fine now. And and they say it's like the worst flu they'd ever had. But in terms of death rates, we're discovering that it's not nearly as deadly as they would like you to believe. Well. And And, and when this spike started to happen, everybody's like, oh, it's those damn kids going to the beaches in Texas and Florida and all this. And yeah, it probably they probably had some to do with it. But keep in mind, what else has been transpiring for the last three weeks in these uh, major cities? Houston, for example, which is where one of these major spikes was, was site of a huge protest for the George Floyd thing. Same thing with down in Florida. Um, You know, so yeah, some of it were the vacationing kids going on the beaches and everything. Some of it's the riots and the protesters, which I find pretty goddamn hypocritical that we couldn't go to bars and concerts and shit, but we could go protest and, you know, apparently the coronavirus didn't matter there, but we're finding out that, yeah, it did.
0: Here's the thing. This has turned into political because the only people that are still banging their fists saying stay home and shelter in place and do this are, are the Democrats. They're doing it. That fear has now become their virtue. Yeah. Okay. It's all about fear. It's we want to open this up. Well, you're wrong. You know, a buddy of mine said the other night, well, you know, this is the only economy in the world that would collapse after a month of being shut down. Well, no, it's not. Okay. And we've been longer than a month shut down. When you look at the economic impact this has had, the fact that we're still got a beating heart, I think is impressive. But I'm going to tell you something. This continues to go on for a nothing burger, which is what Corona worked out to be. This continues to go on. We're not going to be able to bounce back from it. So, you know, Sammy Hagar came out now. He's catching a lot of flack. Sammy Hagar came out and said, look, time to open it up. Sammy Hagar, 71, I think he's almost 72 years old. Sammy Hagar's words were, look, this is what I do. This is what I want to do. If it kills me, then so be it. We need to open this up. I want to get back out there. I want to start playing for people. I want to do what I was born to do. And that's really the way a lot of people are looking at this. We don't have bodies piling up in the street and the whole, bring out your dad, bring out your dad. That isn't happening. It didn't manifest. And I can tell you this right now, Illinois is not a state that just opened wide up like Texas and Florida. No.
1: In fact, we just, if you're not in Illinois, we just opened Friday. Uh, They're allowing, I think it's 25% capacity at um, bars and restaurants. Yeah, but
0: I can tell you about a month into it, no, everybody's what... like this is BS and everybody just started doing whatever they could possibly do
1: but I'm that... gonna keep my eye on on what happens here in the homeland uh, it'll be interesting to see in the next two to three weeks um, if Illinois shows any of these spikes that these other states that you know were open supposedly are showing
0: well it probably will it's going to yeah just just be just the problem is though once it does that Prickster, has already committed to reshutting everything down oh, yeah. if he sees any spikes. I don't think
1: he will hesitate for a second. Uh, another thing in our favor that a lot of people don't think of is that, uh, you know, here in America we've been fighting this thing since February, March. It got heavy, uh, so there's a playbook now. You know, when this thing first hit, people were still kind of like, well, well, how the hell do we treat? Yeah, nobody had any idea. Yeah. And so you saw deaths and, you know, the nursing homes, especially they didn't know what the hell was going on. So people were just dropping like flies. And even with all these spikes like Florida, the big the story in Florida is that they just keep putting out record numbers of positive cases. Well, you know what? They don't keep putting record numbers out of deaths. Their deaths are actually going down. Yes, they are. People, I mean, the the hospitals, doctors, nurses, everything they they've at least got a playbook on how to uh, treat it in in the best way. Now, well, I think
0: one thing they did that's really helping the uh, deaths go down, like say in New York, is is Cuomo isn't jamming COVID infected patients into nursing homes now. Right. He stopped doing that. That's a good thing. When we talked about patient one or the first person, the first person, I correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, this was number one with coronavirus. Within a matter of days in a separate state that had no known cause or no known infections, you had like nine people in a nursing home die. I think that was Washington. Yeah. These people, how did they get it all of a sudden? Because this has already been going around and people were visiting this nursing home and bringing it in, not knowing what the hell they had. So that lends even more credence to the fact that this was widespread before we even knew about it.
1: Yeah. And I think that those antibody tests are going to show exactly that, that, you know, it didn't really become a story in the United States until what the end of February and, and into March is when it really blew up here. But I I think like he just said that I think it was here long before that. Um, at at least months. I mean, I remember a report about satellite imaging, um, in China. What? I got a
0: theory on that. Go ahead. I'm going to tell you my theory. It's just a theory. But there were
1: some satellite images that came out and I'm kind of disappointed in myself that I didn't bring this up uh, weeks ago when back when Corona was a big thing, but there were satellite images of hospitals in and around Wuhan and they showed um, October of like 2019 yeah. versus October of 2018, like just the parking lots of, of all these hospitals same time of day, same month, right? Same one year yep. apart. And if you looked at them in 2018, you looked at the parking lots of these hospitals, and cars are very sparse. Then you look at them in October of 2019, which was months before it became known that, and that was you know it didn't really come out in Wuhan until like January that it was you know big there, and then all of a sudden. Well, if
0: if you remember, you may some people may remember this, some people may not, because this the guys on the right side, okay, the conservatives were getting this in their newsfeed all the time from China. And it was leaked uh, video from China. They had first thing that, that came out of China that was supposedly leaked was that they were burning open graves. Right. Okay, mass bodies being burned. This is in December. And we're sick, because I remember sitting at the at the pub with my brother's like, hey, do you see this coming out? of China's a new disease. And then it was video of the Chinese authorities welding doors shut on apartment buildings to contain them. And then it was the cell phone, uh, cell phone subscriptions. So cell phone usage declined by like 21 million. Like 21 million accounts got shut down, and that and, and and what was being said about that was that those people had died, so they shut their accounts down. My theory, and I think it's plausible, is that maybe China was releasing this to hype this up as it was the end of days, and then just allowed it to come over here. So now you've got all these people in these. Virologists and the CDC guys going, well, look what happened in China. That's what's going to happen here. And I don't think China's even hit hit a 100,000 cases yet, have they? that they've admitted to?
1: Uh, according to the, uh, WHO, yes, but
0: not by much, not by I mean, much. Yeah. I mean, it had to be right in there. So yeah. if this was as devastating as China was making it out to be and as devastating as we believed it to be in the beginning, uh, China should be nothing but a desolate wasteland at this point, right. because I don't care how many masks you got on people in China, they literally in Wuhan and Beijing and Hong Kong live on top of each other. <laughs> There's no way to get around it. There's not enough. Hand sanitizer in the world. To yeah, I take mean, care of that.
1: If it was that deadly, you're right. That that it would look like the Walking Dead over there because everybody would have it. But and to finish what I was saying, uh, like I said, October 2018, they showed the pictures of these hospitals. There were you know not very many cars there, you know, and then they showed the same picture in October of 2019, just a few months before the big worldwide outbreak, and all those parking lots were jam packed, which doesn't prove, but it at least points to the fact that it may have been a much bigger deal back then over there than anybody really knew about. Well, and let's take, so which to me says that it's entirely possible that it was already here long before, you know, patient zero happened. in what was it? The end of February, I think is the first patient. I
0: think either way. So you're dealing with the Chinese who are never going to tell us the truth and who are going to do anything they can To alter an election or alter the way we do things. You got to remember, around this, uh, it was around February 15th, I think it was, Trump actually signed the phase one deal with China, which lifted restrictions on tariffs, uh, telecommunications, intellectual property, stuff like that. That was February 15th, I believe, or January 15th. It was January 15th. I'll have to look that up. I got it somewhere in the notes. Anyway, he had signed that with them, So he had just given them this phase one deal to get everything back on track. And then all of a sudden, oh, the hits. So I wouldn't put it past, uh, by no stretch of the imagination, would not put it past China trying to jam this up our butts to make everything a lot tougher on us and to gain the upper hand. And they did that. When you look at what they did with s- supplying the medical supplies, Or getting medical supplies and then selling them back to like France and Germany, I think it was. Uh, They absolutely played every card they could, in my eyes, to decimate the economy of the entire world except for theirs. And they blatantly did it. So nothing would surprise me. Right. And maybe they did have spikes back in October of 2019 that were really that. Maybe that was when they were first getting it and they were freaking out about it because the SARS and everything else that had happened previously yeah but i really think
1: they played that card to their advantage any chance they could yeah and and the bottom line is like and it's no secret a lot of people have been saying it this thing has been around longer than it's been reported um way more people have had it science proves than than is actually reported simply because a it didn't kill them or they were not ever symptomatic or it wasn't as bad with them and regardless of age, the death rate is now looking to be less than 1%, which is right in line with the good old fashioned get it every year flu, which
0: has knocked my weenie in my watch pocket a couple of years ago. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to happen. Point is, it was too little too late. By the time they found this out, uh, it had already spread like wildfire across the world. So yeah. to shut it down and continue these talks about, well, we saw a spike, we need to shut down. It doesn't matter. We've, they've got it. They've got it at this point. Yep. So last thing, I mean, I'll touch a, touch on this real quick. Trump's poll numbers right now for this snapshot in time, after everything that's gone on, are horrible. They're absolutely horrible. Yeah, if the election was held today, Biden somehow would win. But there's a couple things here, because I know we got a lot of Trump supporters that listen to this. So, this... It's five months out. The election's five months out. A lot of stuff is going to happen before five months. They haven't even started debating yet. Now, if you go back to this time in twenty sixteen, it looks the same as Hillary's looked. Right. I mean, it's almost identical.
1: Yeah. It's I don't shockingly ever, similar. I don't ever put much, you know, stock in these polls, especially this early on. Um, I'm I, still not hundred percent convinced that it's going to be Joe Biden as a candidate. I'm not I, either. I mean, something but, something just, I, I think something is going to happen So here's they're going to push him out.
0: Here's a difference between 2016 and, and 2020 in my eyes. Candidate Trump was coming in. He had some past stuff he had to deal with, but he just, you know, kept plugging away and saying what he could say and everybody liked it and it was good to go and he got elected. He may have to change his tune a little bit this year and get some of the old folks that helped him win the 2016 election because... Now he's got this history as a president, and for his actions and what he's done,
1: love it. For me, it's worked out great, okay? Which you were one of the never-Trumpers, if I do recall. I was. I absolutely
0: was. I was a Ted Cruz guy, and I voted for Trump tongue-in-cheek. But now I'm like, okay, this guy actually did it, got in there, and did stuff. But he's really going to have to walk back what he's doing, what he's saying. He's got to watch that. He's got the perfect opportunity with Joe Biden because if they're going to pull the plug, they better pull it fast on Joe Biden.
1: Right, wait, hold on. Let me stop you. Are you saying that Trump should be more presidential?
0: No. What I'm saying is Trump should probably keep his mouth shut on some things, regardless. What have I
1: been saying? I know. For the last I know. Goddamn weeks.
0: I know, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. You have. You were right, and I hope I'm wrong, but I'm going to say it anyway. There's some stuff. Little things he's done that has been blown out of proportion. Absolutely. But, okay. He's got to watch that. He's got the perfect opportunity with Biden in here. When Biden, and I think this is going to change because when Biden and him actually debate, he's going to eat Joe Biden's lunch. Oh, I think and hopefully annihilate Biden in the debate. The gaffes that Trump has made are forgotten about, but he's got to watch it. You know, one of the things is a coronavirus thing. Uh, they're eating him alive on his coronavirus response, but this has turned into just a political smear tactic because I think it's been fine the one thing he talked about doing was sending the army into these cities that couldn't get their stuff out of con- under control. Right. He has not done that. He has not forced that on any city or any state. He's offered that help to get it done. He's offered to do this. I think to expose how bad the city's being run, but he's going to have to watch his steps while he's doing it.
1: Yep. No, I, I agree 100% look, uh- but he's
0: done the right. And and then they say he doesn't intervene enough. My thing to this is he got elected and part of the big conservative conservative thing is don't interfere with the state's rights. Let them decide. That's why he has not gone in and completely overhauled anything in any state or any city yet. And I like the fact he hasn't done that. He's kept it to a minimum.
1: Yeah. And, and since we've started this show, uh, I've been pretty critical of him uh, without question because of his ego and the stuff that he says and everything. But make no mistake about it. He's gotten some things done. Some yes. great things. Yes. Yes. I wish that sometimes he would just be a little more humble about it instead of immediately going on Twitter and bragging and, and then insulting somebody. This is why I say presidential, like, you know, act like to put it in football terms. When you score a touchdown, instead of dancing around like a goddamn idiot, act like you've been there before, be a leader, hand the ball to the ref and, and walk your ass back to the huddle. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more of that out of him because, He the poll numbers show what they show. But again, once they get these two on the stage together, I don't think Biden has a chance in hell. Um, What we're
0: saying is Trump needs to close the gap further before that. And if Trump can just walk back a few things, I'm not saying not be Trump. I'm not saying turn around and act like Barack Obama. Just a
1: few no, things he's got to watch. Down, like He's at an 11 right now. Bring it down to about a seven.
0: Yeah, seven and, or even a nine would be. Yeah,
1: and just kind of coast into the debates where then you can smash him into smithereens. And here, here's the, th- these polls, th- they are a very small sample, and there's a lot of people that don't ever, you know, uh, if I get a poll or whatever, I'm not clicking on the goddamn thing. Um, So this is his chance. This is like the final sprint coming up here. Uh, the, the summer and early fall months, and this is what he can do. I did see something interesting today. Uh, just scroll through Facebook and, and take it with a grain of salt. It's a meme or whatever, but uh, basically what it alluded to was that um, eventually Biden is going to choose Hillary as his VP, and then if he wins, he is going to just gracefully resign not necessarily on Inauguration Day, but soon thereafter, due to dementia and Madam President, we had This was a meme, right? Yeah. Because yeah. that would never
0: happen. Hillary Clinton, I don't care what the polls tell you, because we learned in 2016, that she had like a 95% chance of winning at this time. Okay, even coming into Election Day, Donald Trump is decimated. There's no way he was getting elected in the rut row. I'm going to tell you something. Hillary Clinton will not take a chance that she loses to Donald Trump twice. Not going to happen.
1: Yeah, but in my opinion, I think that that scenario is probably Biden's only hope once, you know, all these debates and stuff come out. Well, Biden's had it easy because Biden doesn't have
0: a fired up base. Biden's got people going, well, I can't vote for Trump. I'm going to vote for Biden. The one thing that Trump's got working in his favor. Yeah. The one thing Trump's got working in his favor is his base is hot. I mean, baby, I'm telling you, they are hot to vote for him. They are riled up. Yeah, I know he had low numbers in Tulsa, but the viewership was like 11 million people tuned in to watch that overall. So it's there. So don't it's there. That's the problem
1: Joe Biden has. There's a lot of people out there. That are like you four years ago in the fact that eh, maybe he's not the guy that I want, but we know goddamn well that Joe Biden is the guy we don't want. Exactly. And I think if people
0: dive into what Donald Trump's actually accomplished, they'll get a little more relaxed and a little more enthusiastic about voting for him. Look, you got to remember something. Joe Biden has really not been in the spotlight. He's got a couple gaffes here and there. He's made some mistakes, but he has not been out there toe to toe with Trump. And when that happens, you're going to see those numbers flip a little bit because you still got a lot of independents out there. So, ra- and-
1: rape is a couple of gaffes or mistakes now?
0: <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Maybe it was a physical gaff.
1: Yeah, literally. What do you, oh, yeah, you had something D's had. something here, read that off. T- basically, touching off of what he just said about, you know, rather vote for this than that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I did find a meme this morning that's. Just- Says, voting for Biden because you don't want Trump to be president is like eating a dog turd because you don't like broccoli. It's, <laughs> it's, it's and just that's like that. True. I mean, and it goes the, it goes both ways, you know, and here, here's the other thing too.
0: Uh, look, when you vote for somebody, if you hold out to vote for somebody because they don't have every single quality you like, that's not politics. You're never going to get somebody that's everything all in one that you want. You got to vote. You like my social studies teacher, I always told me you're voting for the guy who can do the most for you. That's all it is. Who's going to do the most for you and help you out? If you're a liberal and you want to see defund the police and you want to see more AOC and, you know, the green agenda, then you're going to have to vote for Biden. If you want to vote for somebody that's actually passed meaningful reform and you're a conservative and you want to see less government intrusion, vote for Trump. Yeah, he may say stupid stuff, but, you
1: know, he's your guy. And... That, to me, is is one of the many reasons, and I've been saying this for years, the two-party system is broken.
0: Well, you say the two parties, and I get where you're coming from with that. I really understand where you're saying the two-party system I'm is broken. I'm not saying
1: we should be like, you know, uh, India or Iraq or whatever, where there's like thir- or Libya, I think I saw an election year, Libya had like 30 political parties. We don't need that. But this, you're either here or there. Those are the only choices you got. I said from day one on this show that I have views that are both considered conservative and liberal, which makes me more or less a libertarian. Nobody ever gives. I think honestly, I think Gary Johnson four years ago, which is who I voted for, would have been a great choice for president. But the simple fact is there's not enough people to fund somebody that has these views. To get them in there, and the the Democrats and the Republicans will do everything in their power to squash any possible third party. Well, they will. We've seen that,
0: and I'll tell you why. Ross Perot, you know, absolutely. Ross Perot cost an election for the Republicans. Yeah.
1: If if, let's say he would have probably been a pretty good president as far as financially. I'm not saying necessarily for financially. Well, here's
0: here's the thing that we got to remember though. If whenever you bring in a third party, it's gonna hurt. Either the Republicans or the Democrats. Well, yeah, and it's, it's going to end up take. Well, wait a minute. What if, what if, uh, let's let's come up with somebody. What, what if uh, Kinky Friedman came in and started running right now, or Joe Exotic ran? It would just be taking votes away from somebody that's conservative.
1: You know, this is what would well, happen. Bernie Sanders isn't going to run as an independent. Why? I'm because he would take Joe saying that it should go to somebody like that. But, but
0: you're taking votes away from. So a libertarian is more conservative. They're more right leaning, usually. Typically, yes. Typically, a yeah. libertarian is not going to be in step with what AOC wants to do. No. Which no. is where the Democrats are going. Yeah, that's So I mean, when you now throw a third socialism. party in there, the third party ain't going to win, and neither is the right side. Or it could be opposite. It could be if Bernie Sanders ran, Bernie Sanders isn't going to win,
1: and neither is Joe Biden. It hands it off to Trump because it's just the way it works right but see what your your explanation there is an exact microcosm of, of the problem no but you can't split you can't, it three ways split no, it you four can. why not? four okay four, four ways. whatever four ways the, the point being that the fact that you're either you're either right or you're left to me no, is, I don't, is ridiculous no because, i'm not saying you have to be right or left look i i may be speaking out of turn here but i personally feel that there are probably more people in this country like me as far as views on both sides than there are a hardcore left or a hardcore right. I I really believe that. And that may be I'm wrong, but I think there are enough people educated enough and with enough common sense that like George Carlin said years ago, aren't good Americans because we like to form our own opinions. See, I don't want to vote all left because that's what i'm told and i should fall in line with all of their views and and laws and whatnot and i don't want to vote all right because that's what i'm told i want to form my own opinion and i'd like to have more than one choice i want in my perfect world a president that would think like me somebody that you know yeah, but it's fantasy world, though. I know. It's like, that, I want a president with a big like me. You got to vote for who's going to do the most for yes. you. No, I agree. I and mean, that's basically what I'm saying in the fact that I believe the two-party system is broken. I, I think but it should be But a three-party
0: system would be broken.
1: Uh, but it, can it get any worse than it is now? Yeah, I think I, it can get a hell of a lot
0: worse. Let's say so. Gary Johnson ran today and got 25% of the independent votes. He's not going to be president, and neither is Donald Trump, so it's Joe Biden. Joe Biden by yeah. a landslide, because you've just, on that side, libertarian conservatism has always been kind of in that same boat. You're just dividing our, it's the same thing if Bernie Sanders were to run right now as an independent. It'd be handed over to Donald Trump in a heartbeat. Yeah. Because you're splitting that kind of side, The you're on the left to center at that
1: point, you're splitting it. But you now, want to do four again, parties, telling, that'd be interesting. It, it, you're preaching the lesser of two evils. A- and... While well, that, no, you, yeah, I yeah, am, you are, but I'd rather
0: have the lesser two evils than the guy that's going to ruin everything. Again, so you're ultimately giving it to the far left which, when you're leaning towards the right at that point.
1: You're making your point all the while proving my point that the political system is broken. It, maybe you're right. In fact, that it, it shouldn't be three. It would it would. You'd want That's a, my only a, point. A, an even number. Get, um, get a libertarian
0: and a Green Party in there. That way they're yanking votes from both of them. Right. But at the end of the day, when you have just one wild card thrown in there, he's going to take votes from one or the other. And you know what? If it's a wild, if it's a wild card on the green side, which leans left, we're all hooting and hollering, saying this is a slam dunk. If it's a wild card on the right, like you'd rather have Trump than Biden, right. well, what if a wild card comes in and just hands it to? It's that's what I mean by that would be broken. I, I see your point,
1: but and this is exactly why it won't happen for the simple fact that. All the big corporations, all the dollars, they'll, they'll never allow it. Let's be honest. The, it's the, the people that run this country, they don't sit in the White House and they don't sit in Congress. They sit in offices across corporate America. That's fact. Yeah. Money rules this country. As it rules any country. Right. But what I'm saying is it's those people behind the scenes. And you can talk secret society or whatever, but it's the, the lobbyists and it's the big dollar people. They're the ones that are back there pulling the strings and they're loving every minute of this
0: conflict. Well, the biggest thing is it's not just in this country. It's outside of this country. Look at China. They're pulling strings. Oh, for they're sure. They're doing anything
1: they can at this time. China, plan. Russia. I mean, they'll do anything they can to get the guy that they think is going to best serve their interests as well. I mean, say what you want about the whole collusion thing, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I bet Putin probably did want Trump over Hillary. Yeah, he may have. You know, he may have, but China's now favoring. And very possibly could have had a a hand in it. Granted, they could never prove that, but um, there's a lot of stuff out there that we'll never know that basically shapes the way this and the direction that this country goes.
0: Yeah, there are things. So, I agree with that that we don't know about. And there's always going to be things. And we don't we're know all about.
1: down here just eating the shit sandwiches that they serve.
0: Yeah, And then waiting to get coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So,
1: Deeves, what do you got anything else? Silly news or anything related to that? Uh well, this might be kind of silly. Just kind of a little uh announcement. I will be starting my own show and it has nothing to do with this show we're still gonna do Aldonzo and D's every week and we're still gonna do it exactly the way that we do it now. Um, my show is going to be more sports related and we will eventually branch off into a specific sport and team uh, when that season rolls around. I have no idea when I'm gonna start it. I've got you know, I'm just about ready to go but I look forward to uh, talking to you about some things that are a little more or a little less I should say political as much as I love the banter here. Uh, it'll be more sports and like movies and, and shit like that. So there'll be more information coming out of that soon. That's all I got for this week.
0: All right. That's all I got too. So until next time, this is El Donzo and D's out, baby. See ya. Stop it because I had the fucking air conditioner going.